0: Hi there, my name is Susie Warren-Smith and for the next 30 minutes we're going to be talking all things drink, no food... Um, I'm joined by my fellow presenter, AJ Sharp, who is a taste expert, judge for the Great Taste Awards, loads of other awards, food writer, and MD of Sharp Relations, the food and drink PR company. Hiya. Hello. I have How never are you? seen so many glasses in front of me. We have nine things to taste, <laughs> which is why we've brought along Jane Payton. Hello. Because it's to do with booze, and you're a qualified beer sommelier, the UK's first sommelier, and you write. About food, and you go and talk about food and drink and stuff. So, so, um, and drink, drink as well, drink, drink (laughs) in particular. Yes. Uh, you're also of the, I've got it at home, Philosophy of Gin, Philosophy of Gin. I've got that at home, and Philosophy of Beer. I am, and several other books as well. Several, just saying. The subject today is rum. It's a pretty rum, do.
1: Uh, I love rum. I
0: love rum. I just think it. Everybody thinks blooming Bacardi and uh, Navy, whatever it is, and that's just not what rum is. And so, because when we did the when we did the um, what do you call it, the sake thing a couple of weeks ago, we had we didn't have an expert with us. We were on a right old pickle. So (laughs) for rum. We've got Jake Sedge with us. Hi, Jake. Hello. And he's from Anno Distillers, and he's their rum expert. But you're actually a mature, proper distiller, uh, which is fantastic. And you're you're actually the head distiller. That's correct. Uh, yes. Anno Distillers. Um, and so we'll talk about Anno later, but we, we want to use your palate and your knowledge Fantastic. Uh, to taste some rums. First of all, Jake, can you tell us how rum is made?
2: It starts off with molasses, which comes from sugarcane. Uh, there are other ways, but that is by and large the most popular way of doing it. It's a byproduct of sugar production. And this is fermented much like you would a wine or a beer, and then it's distilled. And it can be distilled in a whole bunch of different ways, but it's typically quite comparable to the whiskey process. So, usually a two stage batch distillation. Though for uh, larger mass produced uh, rums, these typically go on a continuous column still, which can churn it out much quicker.
0: Yes, at a lower price point, but not as nice. So, you distill at Anno, a very particular copper pot, 300 litre copper pot, which has a name Patience. Patience. Anno's much more famous
2: for gin, though, usually. That's right. Yes, we released our rums finally just a few months ago. Ah. Very excited about Good timing. Good timing. Can you also
0: tell us, Jane? I know, sort of first distilled in the Caribbean in the sort of 1620s, but it, but it but it does have a really Royal Navy tradition, doesn't it? Rum, and it was always considered a sort of drink to having the Royal Navy. Why why was that? All just to keep them quiet, probably, and not mutiny. a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that.
3: So it was a reward. So all ships carried alcoholic drinks, beer, and when they ran out of beer, they also had spirits. It could be any spirit at all. And the reason for the spirits was to keep them quiet. It was a reward for the sailors. But really importantly, the fact that a distilled spirit is a painkiller, it's a sterilant and behave yourself. Otherwise, you won't get your pint of rum. they got a daily issue Pints. of a pint of rum. A exactly pint. A pint. Wow. And they would drink it in the pint. Would it be as strong as it is now? Probably stronger. A gin, for instance, is around 37.5 to 40, yeah. but then you get your navel strength, which is always 57%.
0: And that's just wow. much stronger. Uh, would you dilute that if it was... I know you like drinking spirits neat, which is what we're going to do today, because we yes. want to absolutely taste the flavour of it. But but it would be up to personal strong. taste, because I, sure. I love navel-strength
3: sipped neat, you get much more flavour. Alcohol is a flavour enhancer and you get much more
0: of an oomph to but it. But that's not a neck it, that's a little bit Definitely of a sip. Not. Really appreciate the taste, which is what we're going to do today. Yes. So, Jake, we're going to really lean on you here. So, so I have got six rums for us to taste. Uh, this one, this first one, is uh, a white rum. So the first three are white, the last three are dark. This uh, is a molasses-based white rum. Uh, and this is from Somerset, 44%, and it's called Retribution Single Traditional Pot Still Rum. Tell us about the smell for a start.
2: Immediately, I'm getting uh, very complex uh, estuary, fruity notes, uh, which can sometimes get suppressed if you put things in a barrel. Mm. Um, you're doing a lot by putting something in a barrel. Maturation is quite a complex thing. Uh, more is absolutely not Always better, and you can lose well. So,
0: so, when we've had um, uh, whiskey uh, makers here, they will say that there is this this magical thing that happens inside a barrel because of the wood, which you can't necessarily control too much. It is magic, and that's and then you find out what's happened. They've tasted this and gone, no, 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 we don't want anything else to happen Mm -hmm. to it. We don't want any more magic. It's magical enough as it is. Yeah. That tastes fantastic Mm. to me.
1: It's got lovely banana on the nose. Mm. Fantastic.
3: And I'm getting butterscotch right at the end as Mm. well. So with with whiskey, I know Scotch whiskey has to be three years and a day in an oak barrel. Are there any rules about rum in in the oak barrels?
0: Well,
2: no. There's uh, there's actually not rum. Uh, this is why I think we're going to see a lot more stuff happening in the world of rum because in the same way with the innovation, the explosion, and the growth of gin, a lot of that comes from the fact that the rules aren't too prescriptive and they let producers do what they think is right with their products. With uh, rum, no, there's no minimum age and. It depends entirely on the style and what you're going for. In fact, um, colour can be very misleading because very lightly flavoured rums can be dark and equally very heavily flavoured rums can be completely clear. So
0: this one looks like water. I mean, it's completely colourless, isn't it? But I I, I really like that. Mm. Why don't people drink rum more? Uh, Why is gin so...
3: I think it's misunderstood, isn't yeah. it? Gin's a bit sexy at the moment. Rum hasn't had that emergence, but they've been talking about rum having its moment for years now. They have about time it And it really does it need to happen. Yeah. And I think people are just—they think of rum as a drink that you have with a cocktail, and that's it. Mm. Or they think of pirates. And <laughs> we need some good PR person. We do, AJ, <laughs> AJ. to come along <laughs> come and along. To... reshape rum. For yes. Us. Yeah. And, and to make people think think of it. I think drinking anything neat helps people understand it. So I would always advocate drinking neat anyway, yeah. because you, you get in the full flavors of the spirit then, rather than the flavors of the Scottish. mixer or the fruit that yeah, has been yeah. mixed, you know, like made into a
0: cocktail. So this one is um, Sugar House uh, single traditional pot still rum. I would imagine Jake's very much about how you make your rums. This is Scotland, so we've had an English produced okay. one now Scottish. So this is molasses based rum again. Made in Glasgow, where producers in the 17th century used to make rum in buildings known as sugar houses, hence the name of this. Smells.
1: It smells so banana-y. Banana skin this time.
0: Well, what are you
3: getting, Jane? I'm getting fruit. Definitely yeah, it's very fruity. Mm. This redefines what white rums are, because we were saying earlier the, the very famous oh. white rum beginning
0: with B that everybody Hardy. knows of. Mm. Wouldn't. Gives you this necessarily. No. No. so to be fair, it's probably designed to have with Coke or something else, whereas these are t- way too good for that.
1: And the waves of different flavors when you're I'm tasting it flavor, are yeah. just coming and coming mm. it's, it's absolutely oh, I just got so licorice then right yeah, the end. not
0: mm. uh, not too sugary either. Mm. I know these are very molasses based drinks, but they're not mm. they're not sugary sweet, are they?
2: No, they should all be um unless they've had something added afterwards, they should all be completely dry. Uh, yep. The molasses is all consumed and then separated through yep. distillation. Uh, so unless anything's been added post-distillation, they should be mm. totally dry. But they still have that sweet character from, from the alcohol through the kind of um, molasses-y, butterscotchy flavours, even if it's not the sugar itself. Yes.
0: Your thoughts on this one? On Scottish the nose, rum. slightly
2: kind of heavier.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. That's what you were saying. More more bananas there mm. <laughs> and other fruity
1: things. And a coconutty hint, I think. There's a sort of...
2: Yes, I'll I'll be using uh, the word ester to describe a lot of the flavours going forward. And this is often a measurement of the flavour, the the kind of heaviness of a rum. Um, Esters are created through fermentation. It's a complex interaction, um, often using co-fermentations with bacteria. Um, Basically, they're the result of an organic acid and an alcohol mixing. Uh, which can happen at any point in the process, either in the fermentation, uh, the distillation, or the aging. And what they do is they come together to give you a really nice, fruity, heavy flavour. However, they often take a bit of time in the barrel to figure themselves out. um, Because the organic acids, until they've actually reacted fully with the alcohol, can give off some really nasty flavours. So often this is what requires ageing and what dictates how long, if at all, uh, needs rum to, needs to be yeah. put in a barrel.
0: See, people wouldn't think that rum would be aged in a barrel, would they, Jane? They, they, they think of it as a, a much more of a commodity thing. A white, white rum, I think, people would, wouldn't yeah, think yeah, of, yeah.
3: Of, of a barrel. You were saying earlier, Jake, about the colour can be confusing, that mm. you think of darker rums as being aged in oak, whereas this hasn't. So... I, I think Are you anybody, it? I really am, and I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying redefining these. what I thought of. I'm my really, rum, really enjoying these. Yeah. Okay,
0: this yeah. one Haiti. Mm-hmm. Mm. Clarin is the Hai- Haitian term for the country's local sugarcane juice based rum. And this is made by Stefan Khalil Sod, exclusively from local grown indigenous sugarcane from Haiti. ABV is 53%. Watch out, everybody. Um, yes, and it's a single-traditional pot still rum. Well, I'm guessing, I haven't looked, I haven't tasted it yet or smelt it. I'm guessing this is what you're saying. It might be It might be clear to look at, but it's going to pack a punch. I would. Wow. Well, it's packing a Can punch you, on the nose. Oh, well, I'm getting that's... a real vegetal <laughs> character on the nose. Very with.
3: vegetal. Mm. Mm-mm.
2: So where it's worth considering the uh, strength you're, when you're nosing these. Um, the difference in strength can make quite a big difference when you're just inhaling Whoa, yes. a huge amount of alcohol vapour. Yes. Mm.
1: You're, you're um, making faces, AJ. No, sorry. It reminds me a little bit of nail varnish. Does sorry. it? Very there
3: solvent. There's a real solvent. <laughs> there tea. is a real solvent. But I, I guess that could be the amount of alcohol, Jake, would it? That it can be milk? that. I
2: mean, sol- solventy character usually comes from a, a hot fermentation uh, where those fractions are not separated out later through distillation. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, also, really, the more really. alcohol, the more of that you're going to
0: get. I really, really don't like that at all. Mm, nor do I. No. <laughs> I really don't like it. It's very different.
3: But you know, the brain is very forgiving. So you've had two sips of that. I always say get to the third sip because yeah. your brain, by that point, I mean, it's you know, got used to it. I'm getting some interesting aftertaste, but no.
2: No, 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 no. Not at all. I, I feel like me. this one would be interesting mixed.
0: It's not for me.
3: It's no, too. For it,
2: me.
0: I'm I'm not suggesting it's not beautifully made. It's just not my thing at all. To, to me... Well,
2: you like it? Um, I would no. I, I would say it's it's certainly got the makings, but I'm detecting things which I would normally find a bit more in the heads and tails. Um, so it could be the need slightly tighter cuts on the distillation. Yeah. Um,
0: Interesting but, though. I like tasting something that's completely different from everything else. I keep,
2: mm. I keep coming back to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, keep coming back to it. You can come back to it. And I'll leave you mine. Um, so the uh, next one Now we're going on to the sort of coloured rums uh, you, you know that beautiful Almost whiskey colour yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous mm-hmm. colour um, This one has been aged 15 years uh, And again a lot of people won't think That uh, rum is aged But this one is, is aged As much as any whiskey you've ever come across It's the Appleton Estate It's a single traditional blended rum It is in Black River casks Product of Jamaica which I always feel to me like that's where rum should be made. Mm. And it's only been launched six months ago. It pays homage to the river, which has played such an integral part of Jamaica's rum history. And uh, a lot of the water there has gone into making this spirit.
1: Mm. It's Butterscotch and topping caramel. Yeah, but it's very, on the nose, it's kind of vanilla and spice, isn't it? Almost slightly Christmassy, very spicy. And smooth that, as
0: well, so smooth. It would be after
1: fifteen years in a barrel. Mm. And there's a nice, but it's it's sweet, isn't it? But there's a nice kind of peppery mm. bite on the tongue, which Ooh. then gives way to real smooth toffee. Oh,
2: that's good. Beautiful. They have been responsible for some of my favourite rums. Mm. Um, absolutely fantastic. The for fifteen years, the oak isn't too overwhelming. That's that's a good sign the extracted flavors from the wood is only a small part of the aging process. Most of it, and perhaps the most important part, are the kind of finishing off the reactions we was talking about earlier. So mm. tuning your, um, extraction intensity to the amount of time in the barrel your spirit needs is critical. Otherwise it can just feel like you're drinking wood sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can imagine rum would take that on quite a lot, mm. actually. I'm, I'm, Pretty. I'm
1: apparent. really hoping I can get the bus home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I was, I'm, I'm very chuffed with that. Um, trying to do as many countries as we can. This one's been aged 14 years and about 48%. Product of Barbados. Uh, this is Dawley's Single Traditional Blended Rum. Uh, it's made at Foursquare and Barbados. It's a mixture of spirit distilled in both pots and column stills. Mm. And Madeira casks mm-hmm. So I'm guessing if it's Madeira casks We should be getting a nice bit of flavour from that What a lot oh, of wow. people say Is this the perfect choice for a rum negroni mm. Oh i just drink that on its own <laughs> I mean the, I love that oiliness on the
3: end of it Yeah,
1: The flavour and the aroma Could not be more different though mm. The aroma I found incredibly off-putting Very astringent and nail polishy But the flavour Is like a liquid caramel or something oh.
3: You're supposed
0: to speak, Jane.
3: I know. I'm doing that. Just so enjoying this. Just having a moment with myself. Not very good when you're on radio. So I'll have a moment with the
0: listeners as well. Yes, please. Yeah, fruity
3: and lovely, and my my lips are numb, which is always a good sign. And peppery and gorgeous and vanilla
0: and fab. Vanilla, so so lovely. I can imagine that has been in Madeira casks, not Mm. overly, but Jake, are you up for that one?
2: Absolutely. It's. really nice you you definitely get the to me compared to the appleton you get more of the the oak coming over and it's got that kind of um caramelly uh, kind of concentrated flavor that just goes really well um i imagine that would be well it's certainly nice in its own at 48 percent or not but uh I can imagine this would go a long way if you decided Mm. to mix it up.
0: See, I I would much rather, I mean, I actually do like whiskey, but I would much rather have a little tot of that than a tot of whiskey. It's got such an amazing profile. There's so many things
2: going on. And the one thing, and this is what I really love about rum, we've just tried all of these products, all called rum, and they're so different, different, Mm. so diverse in Mm. the different things you can uh, do with them and treat them.
0: Well, thankfully we're on the last one. (laughs) We're, oh, half, no, we're not. We're not because we've got all get. the lovely Anno to try. We're <laughs> oh, no, on the last of the tasting ones. It's,
1: <laughs> yeah. it's fascinating, uh, though, Susie, because you're not. Generally, you don't have a sweet tooth, do you? You're very into kind of umami flavours. But this is. I do sweet like sweet I, without I, being sweet. I it?
0: do like uh, an edge of sweetness in alcohol, actually, which is yeah. why I like some of the stouts. We've got that mm. slight sweet edge, mm. but my preference would be yeah. something like this, mm. which is which is an amazing mm. alcohol hit. You don't have to have a lot of it. And that's, you know, you don't just drink alcohol for alcohol sake. but it's just got amazing taste to it. And it's still lingering and lingering and lingering. uh mm. makes me smile. makes me happy, mm. really.
1: Last one. We have drunk six rums. I mean, we're all smiling. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm not on the six yet. I'm just about to get the Hamden Estate single traditional pot still rum. It's been aged for eight years, 46%. Product of Jamaica. Um... This distillery is normally known for its big, powerful, intensely estery rums—that word that uh, Jake has introduced to you. Um, this this is uh, definitely something that they suggest should be drunk with a slice of banana bread. Mm. What's the smell like? To me, it smells of whiskey. Actually,
3: yeah. And on the the first taste, I think, oh, it's whiskey. Mm. So if you didn't know, you might be confused that that was a rum.
1: It is quite whiskey. Mm.
3: Yeah,
2: it's more on the top notes, that you get the 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 rum, the fruity rum flavors coming over. But uh, I me. thought I had to turn the bottle around because I took one nose of it and I thought I recognized it. This is one of my favorite, oh, uh, favorite rums, yeah. Hand and Estate. And they've got a really rich tradition. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of rum production is really steeped in mystery. A um, lot lot of uh, kept secrets and things. We're we've been trying to uncover some of this stuff. We've been reading recently translated texts from the eighteen hundreds trying yep. to figure out what these people get up, up to. to. Yeah, So <laughs> um, I doubt they're going to um, come forward and tell us about it, but it makes a fantastic, really fantastic rum.
0: So we better speed on, otherwise we're not going to get through to Anno. Mm. So uh, y- you've only just released these. What would you suggest we taste? Now, I'm, we're not putting these in this bracket. These mm-hmm. are probably hugely expensive, uh, at, you know, and distilled over long periods of time. So Anno is much more your sort of... You know, you want to treat yourself, but it's not up in the sort of price range of some of these guys. Talk us through, what what would you suggest we taste first, Jake?
2: Uh, I'd suggest we start with the Lady Franklin there, which is the golden botanical rum.
0: So this is a beautiful color. It's not as dark as a whiskey would be. So, so Ooh. it looks more like mead, I would say. <laughs> mm. you, Jane. It does have that meady color to it, doesn't it? Yeah.
3: So this is a golden rum, I guess. Is it, Jane?
2: Yeah. So we were going for kind of a, a golden, sandy kind of appearance for this. Lovely so color. This and this is the one of the three we've we've designed to go well with kind of um, flavors like ginger and tropical fruits. So if you like tiki cocktails, anything with tropical fruits, this is a really good starting Ooh. point. Makes for mm. a fantastic dark and stormy.
0: Um, now, you see, I'm a great fan of dark and stormy because I love ginger. Mm. Uh, so dark and stormy, ginger beer, a
2: mm-hmm. little bit of lime. Yes.
0: Absolutely. And a little squeeze of lime and a great rum. Mm-hmm. This would be amazing with that. Yes, ice uh, cold. Do you have ice any cold? juniper in here? I smell a bit of June. We
3: do, yeah. we yeah, do. Well in spotted. fact,
2: both that and the the Owler, mm. we make in it's a bit of mm. a bit of a callback to what we what we usually yes. work with. Um, and so this one we've fennel. actually produced in a yeah fennel. in a in a similar way where we've actually taken a portion we've 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 basically made the rum and then we've taken a portion of that off, redistilled it with botanicals as you would a gin and then reincorporated nice. that into the blend.
0: This
3: is very nice. Oh, it's so good because you get that juniper, but not intensely like you would with gin, but then you get that really gorgeous spicy ginger coming through mm. and it's two drinks in one, actually, because mm. you almost... smell it, you think, oh, it smells a bit like gin, and then you taste it. Suddenly it's spice yeah. and it's warming and oh, And beautiful. if you brown sugar,
0: molasses... Mm. If you didn't have that neat, what would you, and you weren't doing a dark and stormy, would you just cut it with some water or is it... what would you suggest?
2: Um, my go-to for this is ginger ale ginger in one ale. way or yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, we have a cocktail called uh, the Cheeky Tiki, which um, it's it's this with ginger ale and just a t- tiny dash of pineapple juice just to just to round it off, mm. and it's absolutely fantastic in the summer. Really refreshing, ice cold. Absolutely.
0: Let's taste the next one. Is it? This is rhubarb. Yep. Do you suggest to do this one next?
2: Uh, yep, that's a good one to do next because the uh, the the owl is quite a big, heavy flavour and it'll, uh, you'll be tasting big. it for some time. So yeah, this is Candlelight, our pink rhubarb rum. We made this um, using forced rhubarb and ginger and the we found that rhubarb, actually the flavours complement rum incredibly well. So it's it's a nice... It's very
0: pink to look at. My, my, I have to tell you, Jake, my natural reaction to this is no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rum is so amazing. Why would you stick rhubarb in it? But I am, of course, here to be challenged.
2: All I can say is, taste give it. Give it a try.
3: Taste it. I am. <laughs> Jane. Very interesting. It's sweet. Bottles are great, by the way. I love the wax seal yes. on them. It's pink. I think this is a good one to drink on its own. But mm. people will want this in a cocktail because they'll want the picture for Instagram. Yes. But it's got it's got a sweetness to it, well, and I like the contrast.
0: Lots yeah, of ice. it could be good. <laughs> to say that isn't for me, but I can imagine it being. A fantastic staple for cocktails. Whereas I quite like it. Mm.
1: Do you? It, it mm. doesn't make me think of rum, no, if I'm honest. No, me either. too, yeah. But I do think, yeah, a bit of soda water and some ice in there, that yeah. would be really lovely. With Eton Mass mm. for your dessert. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. What
2: a good idea. We wanted there to is... do something very different with yeah, this. Yeah, uh, uh, experiment, yeah. What we found, though, this makes an amazing mojito. Does it? Does it? Absolutely fantastic. Mint. Gorgeous colour, mint, Yep. Low so price. refreshing! Oh, I can see that. At the launch event, we we ran out.
0: I bet you did. Really? <laughs> oh, I can see that. Aww. Now, this is the one I'm most excited by because I'm loving the colour. I'm, I'm finding it very seductive, and it's your
2: you owler. Owler, Owler um, dark spiced. Now, Run.
0: tell us the story of dark Owlers. There's a
2: connection.
3: Oh, is it a Kent and Sussex connection?
0: connection? No, we don't have... Actually, we are running out of time, which is ridiculous. But yeah.
2: Owlers were smugglers in Kent who,
0: uh, unlike right.
2: a lot of smugglers, they operated for over about 300 years, but they were primarily smuggling uh, smuggling stuff out of the country. And that was mostly wool there was some un- somewhat erratic trade policy regarding Britain and France <laughs> at the time. Uh, which Still would- the same. I <laughs> believe that.
0: Nothing changes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which made um, oh. producing wool, which was our biggest export at the time, either amazing and um, lucrative or absolutely non-viable um, oh. as a livelihood overnight. And these people needed somewhere to sell it. And the Owlers... Literally Ooh. risked execution to get all this stuff piled onto boats and taken over the, over the channel.
3: So it's in honour of the smugglers. So yes. this is Christmas in a glass, isn't oh, it? Oh is it? yeah. absolutely
2: oh, is. Yeah, cardamom, so
3: spicy, and cardamom and, and, and cinnamon maybe, and licorice milk maybe.
1: Yeah,
2: it's incredibly complex. The the list of botanicals for this is insanely long. Um, oh, there's so and the
3: much going on in my mouth. There's so much here. going on. Yes. Licorice, and bitterness, and.
2: Kind of hints of coffee. Mm. We we were going for something kind of reminiscent. You know, when you think like rum and raisin, Mm. to try and get those stone fruity flavors coming over.
1: Oh, big and Mm. Mm. really, really rich. Wow.
2: So this this has got legs. If you if you want to mix it, you can do some really wild things with this. You want to make an espresso martini with this instead of then absolutely it's this is
1: incredible.
0: I'm loving this. I really, really, really Mm. like it.
1: And I don't think you would need a lot to get quite a, a really punchy flavour in mm. in an or whatever you're making.
2: I it, just like that on its own. I, want it I have on to its say,
1: own. Yeah, yeah, definitely, fantastic. And the vanilla is really punchy oh. vanilla notes.
2: Oh, uh, we use tonka beans, which are oh. incredibly oh. interesting botanical. Give this wonderful. It's it's vanilla, but it's so much more. Um, really, kind of almost almondy flavours from them. They're. Uh, it's, it's kind of difficult to work with. It's but the, it's the so colour of it.
0: treacle. It's absolutely gorgeous.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's also got that treacly mouthfeel. It's got a more unctuous mouthfeel than the other two
0: have. So I'm
3: going to have oh, to have so a big
1: yeah, It's sweet. It's left quite a coating in the mouth. Mm. It's quite sweet. I've
0: still got so much going on. I've just had one sip. It's incredibly long taste, isn't mm. it? mm Oh, extraordinary, extraordinary. I don't think I've I ever
1: tasted rum. anything quite like that I'm just like
0: that like, from now on you know if they said you can, you're can, you only allowed to drink one spirit for the rest of your life it's like <laughs> rum because
3: then you could say but you said one spirit but I can have a golden rum or a dark rum or a white rum <laughs> so you've sorts. got so all many options <laughs> but it's still rum all sorts
0: going on there well, Jake, it's been absolute pleasure. You're so knowledgeable, uh, and we really appreciate you coming here. Right, and I've learnt loads, as usual. Uh, really, really good, don't you think, Jake? Oh, incredible! You need to you need to write a book on rum. There's well, nothing out there. You know, um, my it. publisher asked me to
3: submit a proposal a couple of years ago about rum. Do it. Decided not to do it. The thing about rum is that. If you're talking rum history, yeah. it's a really horrible history. Mm.
0: So it's not an uplifting from the history, sugar because it's fantastic. to do with slavery. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love it. I absolutely love it. And 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 th- I say thanks again, uh, Jack Sedge from Anno Distillers. We'll give a link on the website to all of these. I would definitely, I definitely recommend Aula. Get on the website, order some, get it in for Christmas. Don't let anybody else touch it. except yourself.
3: And get it in for
0: Halloween and bonfire night as well.
3: Just get night. it in. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, immediately, immediately. So, yes, we'll we'll do links uh, to the Anno uh, website. Thanks again, Jake. Uh, Thank AJ, you. good? Yeah. I need a coffee now.
1: Yeah, so do I. I really am getting the bus <laughs> With, home. Yeah. I, I, Jane,
3: Jane, it mixes well with coffee I, so yeah, <laughs> yeah we was just going to say coffee with a shot of that in just amazing what an incredible session we've had today I've really enjoyed it mm. you pleased you're
0: back in the studio yes Aww. so happy so good It's so good uh, so thank you so much uh, you've been listening to the food talk show and we're syndicated radio stations across <laughs> I can't even speak now across I'm slightly slurring my words uh, across uh, the UK I'm not going to say anything else I normally say because just can't be bothered thank you to my fellow presenters, AJ and Jane Payton thank so much. Thank you. If you want to, no, can't be bothered to say that either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> foodtalk.co.uk I'm going to have another, another sip of that owla Oh, God, so good. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>